Ladies and gentlemen, Thomas and Caballeros. Saturday, leaving the ring radio. I'm hosting this all alone, all by myself. Anyways, uh, we just got done watching Anthony Joshua's return uh, back to the ring and facing um, pull up and getting the stoppage overnight uh, on the ninth round. Uh, it looked like it was going to end early in the third round, but uh, you know, pull up is uh, proven to be a very tough guy to nail down, uh, to nail in the coffin on the guy, right? And uh, he was able to withstand the onslaught that Anthony Joshua posed on him. But, you know, going through social media and checking everybody out and a lot of mixed reactions, a lot of folks, uh, you know, uh, having their opinions about him. And I'm just going to get on here and tell you basically what I thought, you know. Uh, And then obviously we'll go in a deep dive on Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern time with my co-host Amilcar. Uh, there's a lot of boxing happening today. Uh, it's a stacked Saturday for us boxing heads. Um, completely excited about it. These are my favorite Saturdays. <laughs> not my, not the uh, favorite Saturdays for the family because they wish that uh, it would only be a few hours and then I can, you know, go back and sit down and and uh, you know do things with them. But uh, this is the only Saturday that Daddy gets all by himself, you know. So it is what it is. But I love them. Right. Just like you guys, you guys love them and stuff, you know, because it gives us something to talk about. Uh, so as you see in the title, AJ is back. But were you impressed? Some folks weren't. I was talking via text with my co-host of Milkar. He wasn't impressed, but he did say he looked good. But he's going to have his things to say, obviously, about Anthony Joshua's dismantle of Pulov. Okay, the one thing to point out is Pulov is not the same guy. He's an old uh, warrior. He's been in some wars. Uh, we mentioned that on last week's uh, uh, Monday show, um, what we were expecting. But, you know what, I'll tell you what I was expecting, and I talked about this on the Monday show. I had said that if Anthony Joshua comes out the way he did against Andy Ruiz in the rematch, um, that was really going to leave a bad taste in a lot of fight fans because it, it wouldn't actually put no add-on of us wanting to watch him uh, get in with um, with uh, Tyson Fury, right? That he needed to make, not you know so much of a statement, but a statement in terms of like, hey, there's something there that we could sink our teeth in uh, that's going to be worthwhile, right? You know, so... I wanted to see, like, an, a second gear from Anthony Joshua. And immediately on that third round when he came out and he found that his right, I mean, yeah, his right uppercut uh, found a home, he let it go. And he didn't let up on, on Pulov, okay? He got the, he got the you know, he got Pulov to, 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 you know, go to a knee. The referee stepped in. Uh, was really at the end of the round. He comes back in the fourth round, and the, even in the fifth round, he really took his foot off the gas. And I think that's what a lot of fight fans had a problem with. I saw a lot of fight fans going like, "Oh, great, you know, you know, he put, you know, he's not, he's going back to the jab, etc." And I was like, I was thinking like, 
dude, um, what's up, Jesus? What's up, G Funk? Really quick, let me say hi to the familia. The uh, what's up, Chicano Prophet? What's going on, brothers? Thanks for joining me and stuff, you know. Okay, so going back, okay, I was like, well, you know what? I think he learned his lesson with Andy Ruiz, okay, because when he dropped Andy Ruiz, um, he immediately jumped over on Andy Ruiz and he got caught. And it was really early in the round, you know. Here's another thing, too, is that a lot of big guys, they expend a lot of energy. And I think that Anthony Joshua actually now understands that. And you can even say in this fight that we just witnessed right now that he took the gas off the pedal because you could see that his punches were kind of lacking some steam. And it was almost like even though it was pull of a guy got hurt and dropped, it was almost like Anthony Joshua was trying to get his bearings back and his catch his breath so that he could pour it on in those late rounds. So to me, that was a good sign that he kind of understands that athleticism and youth doesn't always work. You got to bring in some ring experience and, and some intelligence there. And, and you know what? Kind of... Uh, you know, getting a hold of your pride and pulling it back, you know, uh, uh, you know, inserting that there's skills that win the fights, not always your size, your muscle and your youth are going to win these fights because, you know, what Pula was hoping was that this guy was going to probably gas out and make the mistake that he did with Andy Ruiz. And you know what? He did it. What he did is he reverted back to his jab and he again waited for the moment that he could strike and capitalize on it. And even with we even after that third round going all the way leading to the even to the eighth round, I saw that he was testing those waters, seeing what Pulov's got left because Pulov was throwing the right hand and it was landing, just that he couldn't follow it up, you know. So, so, you know, I I thought that it was a smart move for Anthony Joshua. I thought it was a smart move that Anthony Joshua showed us that he has two gears. But I also saw things that Anthony Joshua's got to do to correct, okay? One was that when he would jab, he would actually, if he thought that Pulov was going to counter it, he, he didn't pull his body back. He actually just pulled his head back, you know, which is really bad. It's a cardinal move you don't do in boxing. You don't pull your head back. Good thing that Pulov is not long enough or his feet are not fast enough to, you know, skedaddle in and land that right hand. That's something he's going to have to fix. If he's going to get in with uh, Tyson Fury, I think Tyson Fury uh, would definitely uh, capitalize on that. Okay, here's another thing. And this is something that he was able to get away with was just uppercuts. You know, he was throwing those series of uppercuts. Boom, boom. And Pulov just sat there with his guard up. And basically what Pulov did, which I hate what fighters do, but it this is what tells you that they're kind of like their body doesn't react anymore. It doesn't want to respond. It doesn't have a quick twitch. It's because he actually would, would take those punches and wait for Anthony Joshua to finish what he was doing. And then he would reset himself to try to do something back at him. Right? And I can't picture that, that Anthony Joshua can get away to doing that to Tyson Fury. Okay? Or anybody else that's got mo not that many miles on their body like the way Pulov did. Now, Taking nothing away from, from Anthony Joshua's performance, I still thought it was a solid performance. I thought it was a performance that we needed to see, okay? But here's the truth. When Lennox Lewis got stopped by, by you know, Oliver McCall, we saw a different, a different Lennox Lewis, okay? When he got stopped by uh, Hassan Rockman, we saw a different 
Lennox Lewis. Same thing with Latimer Klitschko. You know, when he got stopped, we saw a different Klitschko. We saw a smarter Klitschko. We saw a smarter Lennox Lewis. I'm starting to see a much smarter Anthony Joshua in this fight. Now, granted, it's against Pulov. I understand that. Most, most of you guys are going to say, but it's Pulov, bro. I mean, anybody could have done that. We don't know that, though. You know, I'm just judging off of what I saw today from Anthony Joshua. But I got to stand here and honestly tell you, I still would pick Tyson Fury in beating and even possibly stopping. I know some of you guys are going to go like, you're crazy. But I could see uh, uh, Tyson Fury stopping uh, Anthony Joshua because there are certain things in there that he still does that honestly a tall and bigger man would take advantage of okay you know obviously you know Tyson Fury is not going to lean on Anthony Joshua you know um, um, or possibly not even do half the things he did to uh, what he did to Deontay Wilder because it's a different beast. You know, you got to admit that Anthony Joshua's got better legs. He does have better boxing skills. He does have a better jab. He knows when to use that jab. Um, but I think like the, the pulling back of the head or sometimes standing a bit too long to wait for the receipt, Tyson Fury is going to make him pay for that. Here's another thing is that pull-up was going to AJ. I don't see Tyson doing that. Certainly not in the first uh, couple rounds. I see him allowing AJ to take control, lead in the dance where he can capitalize on, on that, okay? But here's the thing that Anthony Joshua did that I liked. Jabbing in the solar plex. If you've listened to me for years uh, of me doing the show, leaving the ring, you would know that I'm an advocate to, to, uh, of people learning how to jab to the solar plex. As being as tall as he is, to, for him to jab to the shorter guy and actually land that jab says a whole lot because it stops a guy from moving in, okay? And that definitely could stop uh, Tyson Fury from moving. It could actually paralyze him, stay at one spot where he can land that right hand, you know? But again, like I said, I don't know if you were impressed by him. Um, I definitely was impressed with what I saw, and I was definitely impressed that he did show that, you know what, he is actually in that shell shock, meaning that he wasn't willing to take risk. Was it the amount of risk that a lot of fight fans were hoping to get from him? Maybe not, but I thought it was just enough. Enough for me to go, it wet my beak to go, now I'm really interested in seeing the Tyson Fury fight, you know? That's what we needed. That's kind of like in the same case of Deontay Wilder. I, that's why I want to see Deontay Wilder go and fight somebody else to see whether or not that that Tyson Fury stoppage, did it affect him mentally? Is he Does he have a mental block? Can he overcome that? With Anthony Joshua, I think he did. I think he did take a leap, you know, Towards that, you know, um, now Puller wasn't the most dangerous guy, but he's a durable guy. And that's what we wanted. That's what I wanted. And I think a lot of fight fans want it, you know. But you can certainly make a case, and I know that, you know, Milkar is going to come on leaving ring, and he's going to make his case of why he was impressed, but not too impressed. And he'll give you all his reasons. And we, um, you know, we'll have the phone line up. You guys can call in and definitely... Um, and definitely state out your opinion, guys, what you think about Anthony Joshua. Is he back? And if he is, were you impressed or you weren't impressed? You know, um, you know. Let's go to the. Let's go here in the chat room here and let's see what uh, folks gotta say. Uh, better watch. Sal says Fury is too crafty. I agree with you with that. You know, I definitely agree with you. That's why I'm saying that Anthony Joshua. I think they're on the right track. Okay, I think that you can honestly say that Anthony Joshua and them are just not fighting off of skill. They're definitely fighting off a plan, okay? They're definitely working on things in the ring, okay? Okay. Now, does he still have a way to go to correct things? Absolutely. Uh, it's, it's impossible to mold a fighter to be a perfect fighter, 
Okay, you're always gonna have something there, uh, you know that that you're maybe you come out fighting perfect, but you know what? When when the exhaustion or you know uh, your stamina starts running low, that's when you start seeing guys kind of you know uh, falling apart. That's what makes Errol Spence actually pretty phenomenal watch because from the first all the way to the twelfth, you kind of see the same guy every time out. You know what I'm saying? So AJ definitely has to go back to the drawing board and look at the things that he did with Pulov, which is a far is which is a far less less craftier fighter than Tyson Fury. If he wants to, uh, you know, beat Tyson Fury, and Tyson Fury too has to look at what he cannot do against AJ, because in my opinion, he can't go after Anthony Joshua the way he did to Deontay Wilder. I could be wrong, but you know what? I, it's just my opinion. I don't think he should do that. You know, if anything, you know, I think Tyson Fury needs to show the kid two to three different game plans in there. You know, I mean, that's what makes a lot of great fighters. You know, I mean, that's what made uh, Floyd Mayweather such a phenomenal stuff. He did have an A and B plan in there and he would show you different faces of what he could do in that ring. Right. So let's go. Let me go back up. Let me troll back up here. Uh, D-Style said, uh, I think AJ paced himself well. I think so, too. I really, really did, you know. I, I don't know what people were expecting. You know, I think that, like I said, I think that immediately when some, you know, when you see Pulov get dropped on that third round, uh, you know, Pulov even sticking out his tongue and, you know, yelling and stuff, you know, um, it shows you that the guy was game, okay. He wasn't there to get a paycheck. He was actually there to, to try to win the fight, but his body just couldn't respond to it. Um, he didn't, you know, he just doesn't know how to close that distance. He's not an inside fighter. Um, there's a lot of things that pull up just didn't bring to the table, okay? Other than the heart and the, you know, and, and the chin. You got to give it to him. You know, he's a hard guy to stop and stuff. But I think that AJ paced it. I think that AJ looked for the openings. And when he got him, he, he, he you know, attacked it, okay? Now, could he create those openings a little sooner? Probably. But I still think that in the back of his head, he's thinking Ruiz. You know what I mean? And uh, you know what? Second fight come, come you know, second fight back. Uh, you know, I still think that the kid's still learning a lot, but I think what I like about what I saw and how well he paced himself, that he's still a student to the game. You know what I mean? Where a lot of guys would actually just come back and, you know, uh, use their athleticism, you know, and make these same mistakes. This kid did it. He actually shows that he understands the fight game and he's willing to swallow his pride and go, I got to learn more. I got to do more. So I did enjoy that. G Funky in boxing says, uh, Pulov uh, telegraphing his shot, especially the right hand. He was, man. He, he really was. And I think, too, you know, is that it was like him. I, I, I think because the response was so late, I think it was him trying to rush something there. You know, it wasn't him trying to set something. Uh, no way, no how did I see Pulov set anything up. If anything, I saw Pulov punch just to punch. Okay, and you know, in boxing, you know this, a punch has to have a reason behind it. And what I mean by that, don't jab just to jab. You're jabbing for certain reasons. You're either jabbing to break the guard, you're jabbing to make a guy's head move a certain way, you're jabbing to stop a guy in, the, in their tracks, or you're jabbing to break a guy's nose to kind of blind them up a little bit, okay? We're pulled up, we didn't see any of that. We saw him just punch, just throw a punch, just to punch. So let's go down here. I hope this is Chicano Papa. I hope we get the undisputed so G Funky gets a good night's sleep. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Uh, 
Jesus, ¿qué pasó, bro? Uh, pull up, no boxing skills. No, not, not at all. And that's why I tweeted out, pull up was the, the best opponent, in my opinion, for Anthony Joshua to look good, get a KO reel, uh, and I, I didn't even think, honestly, I'm going to tell you the truth. I think I said this Monday. I didn't think he, Anthony Joshua was going to get that. I, I I wanted him to, and I thought that he needed that. But I was really more expecting him to box 12 rounds and really kind of box safe, okay? Where here, you could say he boxed safe after the third round, but then he took the, he took the initiative to step it up in the ninth round because he did see a hurt, uh, you know, foe in front of him. But I thought that he... He box safe in spots, okay, and he box smart, okay. So there's a difference there, you know. Um, like I said, you're not gonna please all the fans. Um, I'm only one one of the fans that actually will sit there and go like, I I, I kind of like what I saw here, guys. You know what I mean? It makes the Tyson Fury fight look just a little bit more juicier uh, for us to put on the grill. Nando puts, I love the Mike Tyson style uppercuts from AJ. I did too. I did. But I'll tell you what I didn't like, Nando, that what he was doing with that uppercut. And maybe I have to go back and look again. But when he was throwing that uppercut, it was really like he was still, I mean, it was it was effective and it was strong. Don't get me wrong, okay? But he was throwing up in a very upright stance, okay? And what I'm saying is that what he's got to do is correct that. He's got to have that hand up and then kind of take that dip and go underneath there. So there is a counter. He could protect himself. And that's something that Pulov and his team should have recognized that if, AJ was going to do that again, okay? After witnessing in the first time and in the third round, if, and his quarter should have told him, hey, if he does this again, you got to let your left hook go. Pulov didn't do that because like uh, Sue said right now, he lacks the skills. Maybe maybe not really entirely the skills, but he lacked the response, you know, to react to what AJ was doing. Chicano, is Joshua back? I think it's more of a... Don't call it a comeback. Possibly. Possibly. You know what I mean? I mean, beating Pulov, you can't say he's back, but you can't say he's on the right track. How about that? Nano says, bring it, bring that fight to Vegas. I don't know, man. I think they want to keep it over there. Uh, in the other side of the pond. I mean, it is a huge fight over there. It definitely will be the biggest heavyweight fight uh, in the UK, uh, you know, for 2021. And in all honesty, I don't care where it happens. It's just got to happen. It is a fight that I think right now, just off this performance from, Poole, uh, uh, you know, of Anthony Joshua beating Pulov, I think, and honestly, it's debatable. And who could win that fight? You're going to have a lot of pro Fury fans I'm one of them believing that Fury probably has the edge over Anthony Joshua, but Mr. Blue on Twitter made out some great points. You know, uh, Anthony Joshua is has a has definitely better skills and power uh, to pose a problem to uh, you know to Fury. Okay, um, so there's going to be AJ fans are going to have some really good points, and I think that's what makes this fight so interesting. I hate when a, I honestly this is the worst pet peeve of mine is when somebody comes on or somebody makes a video or gets a podcast and has a definite, you know, like this fight, you know, uh, uh, you know, Fury's going to beat him hands down. No ifs and no ands about it. And it's like, okay, then why even watch the fight? Why are we even talking about the fight? If that's what it, really honestly how everybody's perspective is supposed to be about a price fight. I'm not like that. I like to actually weigh everything out and say, oh, you know, because you never know. Boxing is everything. I mean, look, 
uh, Andy Ruiz, I remember when that fight was announced, I did a show, a really quick show about, uh, you know, uh, Ruiz on the leave the ring. And I had stated out everything Ruiz needed to do, but I just wasn't sure if he could honestly, uh, uh implicate any of the stuff that I was saying. And guess what? He ended up doing it. So that's why he watched the fights. Let's, uh, keep scrolling here. Uh, D-style, he was winding uppercut, cut too much and missing, so he, he needs to shorten it. I, I agree with you. I, I definitely, definitely agree with you, but I also think that, too, I think that AJ knew there was nothing that was going to come back, okay? Um, I, you know, the thing that, that the commentators like Brian Kenny and, and Sergio Mora, they were bringing up a, a Andy Ruiz a lot, and rightfully so, because Andy Ruiz was the guy that upset him and obviously had the uh, blueprint of how to beat AJ. Uh, but, you know, the one thing they keep, they, they didn't want to point out was the hand speed and the, and the, uh, the time response that, that Andy Ruiz has. Okay. That pull up just what is he going to be able to do? Okay. He was going to be able to pull that off and stuff. So I think a lot of mistakes that, uh, that AJ was getting away with was because of the guy that was in front of him. Which was pull up, okay? Uh, which we know the fact that Tyson Fury is not that guy. Uh, you know, uh, he's a crafty guy. He's still in his prime, um, and he definitely uh, shows a lot more that he can do uh, in terms of ring intelligence. Uh, that that is going to pose a lot of problems for AJ. And this is where AJ is going to have to really, really, really dig deep to to have something there to pull out of the bag, you know, something more added to his arsenal. It was good to see that in his part of his arsenal, which we've seen in the past him did use. I mean, I've seen uh, Anthony use the uppercut before, uh, but it was, was at a regular uh, pace and more um, added into his arsenal for this for today against Pulov, and I think it was because of the opponent. I don't see him trying to get that off or even uh, attempt to do that uh, against Tyson Fury because if one thing, who's the better two in infighting? I would have to, I would have to lean towards Tyson Fury. All right, let's see. Do, 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 do. Uh, Chicano Prophet. The Fury versus Joshua fight would be great for boxing. Fury just said he wants that fight next. And actually, actually uh, Bob Arum tweeted out too. Got to make that fight. And I don't think Eddie, Eddie Hearns uh, has kind of shied away from it. He's saying he wants that fight. And I like the response that, that uh, Anthony Joshua was like, hey, if he has the bout, and I've always said, uh, you know, I want to fight the best. I want, I want to be undisputed. This is the route that I want to go. Something that we were hoping that Errol Spence was going to say, right? That's what we want. Errol Spence has the whole package, but doesn't know how to market himself or actually just say what he wants, what he's thinking, not what everybody else is thinking, what he's thinking. Like, we want to know what you're thinking, man. Should have called that Terrence Crawford. I was disappointed about that. How many of you guys were disappointed about that? You know, we were all waiting for that post-interview for, for Errol Spence Jr. to go out there after defeating uh, in a dominant fashion against uh, Danny Garcia Jr. in saying, I want that guy that's in the in attendance in the audience, uh, Terrence Crawford, bud, right? Didn't do it and stuff. What, AJ? He said, hey, would you tell me, who do you want me to fight? Okay, he tried to get the fans to engage in the, in the, in the audience and their attendance at the fight against Anthony Joshua versus Pulov. They obviously showed who they want to see AJ step in the ring with 
next in 2021. And that actually got me really excited, made me want to come on here and chop it up with you guys and tell you my point and my view about what, what I think should happen next. I want to see it. I think you want to see it. I think it's something that obviously needs to be not, doesn't need to be marinated. We can agree with that, right? It doesn't need to be marinated, okay? Because look what happened with Anthony Joshua and Wilder. <laughs> we had a wild card. And let's be honest, there's a lot of wild cards in boxing right now that if they decide not to make this fight happen early of 2020 or mid-2021, mid which what, I don't know, uh, summertime is probably what they're looking at is to make it happen in the summertime, give it enough time to promote it and market it and get it out there, get these guys good uh, uh, time to rest and to have a training camp. Right, but if they decide not to do that and put somebody in the mix, you got to admit there are wild cards out there that can upset this. For this fight will never happen, and it'll be a, a drop dead. And how many of us want to see Stephen A. Smith go on this horrific rant and crying again because he didn't get the fight that he wanted to witness? I'll pass on that, guys. I don't know about you guys. I don't know who you're talking about, Philly. Uh, Philly says, uh, Fury stops him late. Strong possibility, but that's why we watch the fights. Uh, that's why we watch the fights there, Brother Drew. Um, to making sure, man, I had the right guy that I was talking. <laughs> you know? Um, but again, um, could be a possibility, and it could also be a possibility that AJ drops him and hurts uh, Tyson Fury. We don't know, you know? Uh, even going off of this performance, I think there's a lot there to be said about what AJ has done, but there's also a lot to be said about what AJ needs to work on, right? Um, right now, Tyson Fury is the man on the top of the hill that needs to be beat, right? Uh, anybody right now that you put Tyson Fury up against is going to be the underdog. That is just the the way the cookie crumbles in boxing and stuff. So, um, yeah, like I said, I'd lean with Tyson Fury, but I definitely wouldn't write off uh, AJ, just want to do it right now, you know. Um, I think that the pull of five was uh, a series of different things there for him. Um, you know, adding a little few things in there uh, with, with punches, um, adding on how to pace himself, um, but also testing out that chin and that confidence. Honestly, it was more the confidence, you know, to see whether or not that he was going to have that mental block of whether or not he was going to be scared to be touched or scared to even engage. Jesus says, I still see Andy Ruiz Jr. beats AJ in fury. You know, I mean, a condition and trained and serious Andy Ruiz, he poses a threat to everybody. That's not even a case. That's not even an argument there. You know what I mean? Um, the only argument you can, anybody can make about uh, Andy Ruiz is that he's a fat guy. That's it. That's all I ever hear. You know, I like this fat guy. But... If you just watch his skill level, the kid is talented. There's there's no question there. You know, the only thing is that Andy Ruiz knows how to beat Andy Ruiz. That's his problem. Drew put, uh, Pulov is a two-punch fighter with terrible defense. Couldn't argue with that at all there, brother. Couldn't argue with that. I mean, it's proven he showed that tonight. Um... But just not with that, you know, uh, the response, uh, his reaction, his timing, it was really off. Uh, like I said, AJ pulling the head back, but his body's still staying in the same position. Uh, after we jab, he would pull that head back. It's a cardinal rule. You don't do. You either step aside if you're not going to throw another punch and stuff, or you pivot the other way so that if a punch comes, it zooms by your head, okay? Um, so Anthony Joshua definitely has to work on that, get away from that. 
if he plans to be effective with that jab against uh, Fury, because Tyson Fury is pretty quick, he will adapt, he will see the openings, and he takes advantage of it. We've seen him do it numerous times. Now, Tyson Fury does have a questionable chin. If AJ has a questionable chin, Tyson Fury's got a questionable chin. But we both know that, you know, can't take nothing away from AJ. Yes, he was dropped. Yes, he was stopped by Andy Ruiz. But he still got up. Fury has done the same thing, you know. So I think that in terms of heart and chin, I think that they're pretty equal, okay. This is going to be, uh, honestly, a, a, a match on wits. Who can establish better and who's going to have a better game plan and who's just going to be the better guy on that night when they do decide to step in the ring against each other, hopefully in 2021. And Jesus is saying exactly what I was saying. You know, the dis discipline level there uh, uh, for for Andy Ruiz, um, just not there. You know, maybe he got it back because uh, he's basically been written off. And honestly, he's pissed off a lot of Mexicano fans. Let's be honest here, man. Mexican fans, we are, man, we're, we're pretty tough, man. We're pretty tough when it comes to our own raza, our own fighters. You know, we expect a lot. And what he did was like historical and it's kind of fucked up because he only held on to it for a short period of time. And then he just like, uh, he was like, oh, well, whatever, right? But anyways, that's a different story. I hope to see Andy Reese back in the ring. I hope to see Andy Reese, uh did take, take this serious because this would be considered uh, a third part of his career, okay? If you've not witnessed and watched Andy Ruiz. Uh, but then again, uh, we don't know yet until, like so I'm saying, it's, I think it's always best to hold back until we see. Just like with Anthony Joshua. I thought it was best to find out, you know, hold back to see what are we going to get, okay? And that's where I was at on Monday. What Anthony Joshua are we going to get? And I think we got our answers. Uh, again, you can make a case about Pulov and say, well, it's against Pulov. I'm not that impressed. I need to see more. You have that right. But I think I've seen enough to, to say I want to see Tyson Fury and him. Fight for the Undisputed next. Anyways, I'm your host, Dave Duenas, man. Catch us on Monday at 5 p.m., 8 p.m. Eastern time here on the show. Uh, my co-host will be with me. I think we're going to be having a guest come on, man. I'm not really sure. I'll let you guys know. Um, they have to reach back to me. Uh, they said they did want to come on. I think it's going to be a really fun guest that you guys are going to enjoy. Uh, also, too, there's a lot of fights today. Showtime, ESPN. I love ESPN's card right now, um, the top-ranked card. It's really, really stacked. So I don't know. I might jump on later on tonight to talk about those fights, okay? So anyways, uh, until then, guys, you have a great night, man. Be safe out there.